Ready to start building your online business with a smart and supportive community? Sit back and enjoy Talks from Dropshippers to Dropshippers, the AutoDS podcast series that brings expert dropshipping tips to you in the gym, on the bus, or just chilling at home. Our team of pros has been doing it for more than a decade, and we're going to be discussing some tried and tested methods with them in every single episode. So what are you waiting for? Let's talk dropshipping. What's up, everyone? Today, I'm here with Liren. He is the content manager over at AutoDS, but he's been dropshipping for a while now. He has a ton of experience, and I wanted to get him here on the channel to kind of go over some tips about how to be a successful dropshipper based on his experience and all the success that he's had. And he's going to share his entire journey of how he's gotten here and kind of the ins and outs of what's worked for him and what hasn't worked for him. So thanks so much, man, for being here. Thanks for coming on the channel. Hey, sure thing, Paul. It's really good to be here. And uh, yeah, let's have at it. Cool. So why don't you start out by telling us how long you've been dropshipping and how you've kind of gotten started in this whole dropshipping space? I started dropshipping about over five years now. I'm doing it on a daily basis. Yeah, I started way back. Pretty much my wife was just pregnant with her first child. Today, we've already gotten two, but back then it was just one. And I was just looking for, you know, we all got our reasons for trying to think of another way to make an extra source of income. We all want it. We all need it. We all have a reasons, you know, it could be this, it could be, you know, you want to save up for a new house, you want to get a car, you want to invest in something. So uh, for me, it was that reason. And I got really serious. You know, it was like, it starts from a dream. It quickly turn into a goal. And I just started searching like online, what are some of the best ways to make money? And of course, there's a lot of, you know, quick get rich schemes, uh, get rich in 24 hours. I wasn't so gullible, but I did manage to come across the dropshipping business model when researching all kinds of ways to make extra money online. And that one really stood out to me. So I decided to dig down deeper and, you know, go down the rabbit hole into the dropshipping scene. And I was actually really surprised and excited to see what actually actually what I was able to create from that. So I started like five years ago, I'm still doing it to this day, enjoying every minute of it. So had you tried any other ways to make money online before or was dropshipping kind of the first one you dove into? As I was going through, as I was researching all kinds of different ways to make money online, I came across all kinds of uh, methods. I tried binary options for a bit, a little bit of uh, short-term trading, which didn't really work out. I thought about diving into affiliate marketing. That was pretty much my biggest, the choice that I had to make back then, either affiliate marketing, which is a great way to make money online, or dropshipping. And after reading about both models, I just dove straight into uh, dropshipping and it's pretty much been a success hit run from there. Nice. So once you landed on dropshipping, how did you get started with that? What has your whole journey kind of looked like since the beginning up until kind of now? So when I started, when I wanted to actually start dropshipping, I was, you know, in the beginning, you're researching, you're, you're learning about it, you're trying to find your way, you're trying to understand how it all actually works, which I'm sure many people who are reading and or, or uh, watching or viewing this interview are also, you know, at that same spot, just, okay, I'm interested in it. I understand the basics of the business model, but I have no idea where to start. And this is the hardest part. So I was just researching online and I was reading blog articles and I was watching YouTube videos, but it, it all made a little bit of sense, but nothing in a structural form of way where I could really start from step one and move on to step number two and really understand it, you know, in a step-by-step form where I could start from A and move to Z. But all we had back then was just a whole bunch of, uh, you know, different random content being thrown at you and 
you d didn't really understand how to make sense of it. So I actually started looking for a course, you know, I'm going to invest some of my money, you know, some of my hard earned cash, I'm going to take a good course. So then I started researching where do we have a good drop shipping course. And I came across a Facebook ad, which pretty much showed me a drop shipping course that we had here in Israel. It was a course where you have three classroom lessons. So it was three face-to-face -face sessions, and then it was three to four more virtual sessions. So I decided to join that. It cost me back then about $700. I joined that course, of course, after researching, after reading people who joined that course, uh, people I after reading testimonials and seeing that, it, you know, I'm not going to get scammed for my money and that it is an actual course where I'm actually going to talk to people and someone's going to instruct me face-to-face. Uh, -face. And that actually happened. So I ended up joining a pretty good course and the classroom sessions were enough. I didn't even continue later on to the virtual classroom sessions because I already had the basics. I was already making sales and I understood where I want to take it from here. And that's all that I, that's all that I wanted from the start. I just want to know how to start the right way. This is what many people are who are beginners want to actually know, want to actually learn. So that was the hard part for me once I was able to pass that. You know, it's all pretty much history from there. So all this that you started was with eBay dropshipping, right? Right. Everything that I just talked about was eBay dropshipping. I started with eBay. I'm still doing eBay until this day because there really is no reason reason not to, but it started with eBay. Yeah. What do you mean by that? There's, there's really no reason not to. I mean, eBay is, it was a super gold mine back then. Okay. But five years ago, it was like, if you're not starting by dropshipping on eBay, I don't know what you're doing because it's just so, uh, you, I mean, of course there are some basic rules that you have to follow. There are some guidelines that you need to know about, but besides that, and you know, of course, product research and taking the right steps. But once you get the basics down, it's really easy to dropship on eBay because you don't have to worry about organic traffic. You don't have to learn online marketing. You just pretty much know how to research for products, which is just a bunch of trial and error until you actually start to make it. And you're not really investing in anything up until this point. It's a pay once you get paid uh, business model, very, very low to no investment. Uh, so it's a very low risk, uh, high reward. So that's why I really like eBay. One of the biggest and main reasons, it's just very easy to start off there. You only have one main responsibility and the rest are just basic things that you have to learn and know about. But one main responsibility, which is product research. And then of course, you know, once you start making sales, you know, putting out your orders on time and updating tracking information and all that, which I'm sure that we'll get into. But it's just really easy to get started on eBay. You don't have to be a tech wizard. You don't have to have any previous experience in, in marketing or how I'm going to sell or what's going to come after because it's once again, very easy, very simple to get started. So back then it was a huge gold mine. Today it can still, of course, be done. It's not as easy as it was back then. But then again, I'm sure we're also going to get into that. But then also you just have to learn. You just have to know what to do, learn and then take action and rinse and repeat that until it really starts to work. There's a lot of determination here. You have to be determined, of course, just like pretty much anything that you want in life. If you are looking to just start something on the side right now, eBay is simply a great choice for that because of pretty much everything that I just mentioned. It's a low risk, high reward, low investment. So even if you're on a tight budget, you can still get started. You can still learn the market, test the market, make a few sales and work your way up from there. Yeah, I completely agree. And what really stood out to me when I was first getting started was was the fact that they have so much organic traffic already. You don't have to build a website and try to get people to visit it. There's literally already people shopping on eBay. So it's it's 
kind of a no-brainer to go where the customers already are. Right. You don't need any technical skills. You don't need how to create your own website. You simply sign into eBay, register, uh, upload your first product, and your product is online. Anyone can now go and search and buy it. And another great thing about eBay, which is what we mentioned, is the organic traffic. So people go to eBay, they open up eBay because they're looking to buy something. Whereas if you have stores in other places like Shopify or Wix, which is still great, but it's a whole different learning curve, there you're going to have to market your products because once you imported your product to your store, nobody really knows that it exists. So now it's like it's out there on Google and people who go to Google don't necessarily go to Google to buy something. They could go to research something. Maybe they want to learn something. Maybe they want to go to a specific website. So it's a whole different audience, whole different targeting and a whole lot of extra knowledge that you'll need if you want to get started there. Now, I'm not saying those are bad platforms, but eBay I think is the best place to start. It's kind of like how uh, marijuana is like the gateway drug to like the <laughs> hardcore drug. So like eBay would be the gateway drug to the rest of the e-commerce methods that are out there. But it's best to start with eBay. It's just so easy to start off with, as we've already mentioned. Yes. Well, let's talk some more about the pros and cons of different selling channels, marketplaces, because you have experience not only on eBay, you've sold on Facebook before and some other places. Can you kind of briefly go over where you've sold and give me the pros and cons. Give people the pros and cons of all of the ones that you've tried and which one kind of comes out on top for you. For starters, definitely eBay. I pretty much stressed that out in, in, you know, in the last question. But the answer to that, once again, is because it's easy to start. Once again, you list your product. So if your product is interesting, then someone is going to search for it. They're going to see your eBay store. They're going to see your eBay product and they're going to pulse purchase it, uh, impulse uh, buy it. You have other selling channels. You have Shopify, you have Wix, you have WooCommerce, you have Facebook Marketplace. My personal experience comes with Shopify and with Facebook marketplace and with Facebook shops. I also have stores running on all of them. eBay is still my huge success point still up to this day. But here at AutoDS, we also have about more than 10 e-commerce stores running simultaneously. So we've got pretty much every type of marketplace, every type of platform. We're working with lots of different types of suppliers. We're trying also different regions. So I'm seeing a lot of things. And I also have my few stores and I see all the pros and cons. And again, if you want to get started, I think eBay is the best place to get started because you're going to easily learn about what products are selling. You're going to learn about the market. You're going to learn about how to even how to communicate with uh, customers and how to take care of your orders and things like that. But you want to make your first sales quickly. It's going to come from eBay. Now, other places like Shopify and Wix and WooCommerce and platforms that allow you to create your own website over there, you also have some pros and cons. So some of the pros are that you have no selling limits. Whereas on eBay, if you create a new eBay seller account right now, you'll probably have about 10 selling limits. So eBay will tell you, okay, you can list about 10 items and about $500 in listings and in sales at the start. And after we see that you have a good sales record, you're making sales, you're uploading tracking information, we'll upgrade your limits. Now, some people are not able to make sales from the first 10 items. So that's one of the cons that you have on eBay when starting a new seller account. And that's why earlier I said that when you start a new account today, it's a little bit more difficult today than it was five years ago, but it's still possible. Of course, you know, we're doing it all the time. Dropshippers are doing it all the time, creating new accounts and slowly upgrading the limits until you have enough where you can actually list, you know, items even in bulk and start making some bigger sales and more profits over there. So that's one of the cons that you have on eBay that you don't have on places like Shopify, Wix, uh, WooCommerce and so forth. Now, on the other hand, you also have to know how to create a good looking website because that's what you're going to do on Shopify, Wix and WooCommerce and all those uh, other platforms on eBay. You don't have to worry about that. Now, there is a storefront on eBay. You can make it look good. You can, you know, create a profile image, a cover image and write something about your business. But 
most people who are going to go to your listings on eBay, most likely are not going to, some will, but most of them are not going to go to your store and look for other products. They look for that product, they found it on eBay search engine, they're going to click on it, then they're going to add it to their cart and purchase it, of course, if it's relevant to them. On Shopify and Wix, of course, and all those other platforms, it's different because you have to create your own customizable website because that's what people are going to see. Even if they click on your product page, most of them are still going to go to your homepage because it's a website. It's different. They are going to ch- check out your website. They are going to see what you have there. And if you didn't create it, if you didn't create a good looking website, that could ruin some of your sales conversions. Now, not all, because I always say that product research is the most important thing. And it is even on places like Shopify and Wix, even if you don't have a good looking website, it doesn't need to be super pro from the start, but get your products right. Get your product research right. Even if your website looks bad, it's still going to sell. Maybe not as much, but it's still going to sell. But if you have a very good looking website, super professional, you did, you did the best job or you outsourced it, paid someone $500 to create a good looking website for you, but your product research is wrong, no sales, no profits, and nobody's looking for that. But you still need to know how to create a good looking website. And that's something that, of course, you have, you have to research, you have to take uh, courses, you have to learn, you can learn online. There's many ways to do it, but it is something that's going to be time consuming. The pro, however, on Shopify, Wix, and uh, all those platforms where you're creating your own customizable website is that you're getting your own domain name. So you're going to have your own www.yourbusinessname.com. You're going to have your own customized looking website because you created your own website and you have pretty much zero selling. Nobody's going to tell you how much you can sell, what your limits are. You can list even a thousand products on day one. But if you didn't do the product research right, none of those products are going to sell. So once again, it really is important to know your product research. So that's one of the biggest uh, pros that we have on customizable hosting platforms like Shopify, Wix, WooCommerce, and so forth. And then you have Facebook Marketplace, Facebook shops, relatively new to the scene. They've been here for about a year now. So anyone who lives in the US can really benefit from this. You're going to have shipping options. You can create a listing and all 50 states are going to be able to see it and purchase it and you can ship it to them, which means that you can purchase it from your supplier's website and ship it directly to the customer, hence the dropshipping business model. And this is working great on Facebook Marketplace. It's working great on Facebook shops and it's got all of the pros that eBay has, meaning you have free organic traffic. You don't even have to market your products. Again, you can. There are ways to do it on Facebook as there are also ways to do it on eBay. But one of the best things about it is that it's going to give you free organic traffic and the selling transactions are really, really low on Facebook because they're really trying to make it into the e-commerce scene. They want as much sellers as possible to join them. So right now, at least until the end of December, from what I know, they're giving you a bonus of 0% transaction fee, at least on Facebook shops. And on Facebook Marketplace, it's 5%. And I'm sure that at the beginning of 2023, Facebook shops is also going to raise it to 5%, which is, again, it's really, really low. 5% transaction fee is amazing. eBay takes anywhere between 12 to 15% and more in other categories. And uh, Shopify takes pretty much the same. So, you know, 5%, you're going to make more profit there. And the big advantage there is that there's pretty much no competition because it's still relatively new. Not a lot of people are utilizing it. And I'm sure that one of the reasons also is that only people in the US can take advantage of that right now, meaning you're not going to have so much competition there because only they can sell there. So those are some of the biggest pros and cons between eBay, Facebook and other platforms. Yeah, I tried those websites like Shopify in the past. I love marketplaples. I just think they're so great. And one of the things I I absolutely love about them is just how easily you can pivot. Let's say you pick a niche for a Shopify store and it turns out it's not a good one, you kind of have to start all over in many ways. And eBay, Facebook Marketplace, it's so easy to pivot. And as the kind of market changes, as customers want different items, you can just change course so quickly when you're drop shipping in general and especially on a marketplace. Customize your whole storefront. You don't have to create new banners. You don't have to customize everything from the start. You just remove the item, add the new one, wait for the sales to start to pour in. And right. one more thing that I 
forgot to talk about was, of course, marketing. So you have to market on those platforms because nobody knows that your store exists. I'm talking about Shopify, Wix, WooCommerce, anywhere that's not a marketplace, not eBay, not Facebook. So nobody knows that your store exists. Now that you added a listing, you have to shout out your products to the world, to your target audience. You have to run Facebook ads, Google ads, YouTube ads, influencer marketing, email marketing campaigns. There are many ways. Those are my top five, but there are many ways to market your products and get your brand known, but that is going to set you back. So you have to know what your daily budget is. You have to learn how to analyze those ads. You have to learn how to turn off the bad performing ones and of course, scale the good ones. So there's a lot to learn here, but the scalability is also different. It's it's more scalable on those platforms than it is on marketplaces. But then again, it doesn't mean that marketplaces are not scalable and they're also very, very profitable because you didn't have to market your products in the first place. So it pretty much all comes down to the same thing that I talked about product research. If that's on point, you're going to have a pretty good ride being a drop shipper. Yeah. So let's talk about that. When you're doing product research for, let's talk about eBay and, and Facebook Marketplace. What does that look like for you? How do you do your product research as someone who's been successful with drop shipping? What's the secret to it? <laughs> right. So when I started off, what I would do on eBay, I had no idea what's selling. So when I started off, what I would do is I would simply go to places like Amazon and I would check out their best sellers and their movies and shakers because their uh, movies and shakers sh- shows you like the top trends in the last 24 hours and that's updating like all the time and they've also got their best sellers. So I would just take an item there and then I would search for it on eBay. That's what we learned to do in that course. And it's still an effective method to this day, but that was my starting method. So I would find a bestseller on Amazon. I would search for it on eBay and then I would see if this certain item is selling. And I would see that by filtering uh, sold items on the left side. And then you could see actually exactly what listings from that product search term that you search for are actually selling. You can see how many times it's sold. You can see when it's sold. And so I would pretty much look for a product that sold anywhere between two or three times in the last month. And if it did, then I would look for that. I would search for that product using multiple suppliers and add some different variations of them. So not to just copy and paste what other sellers are doing because they're already doing it. So I'm not looking to be someone's tell. I'd rather, you know, create my own selling flow. So that's what I started off doing. And I actually sold my first item after two, three days. I didn't make much profit because I thought that you have to kill the competition, which totally isn't true. But yeah, I mean, there are just so many products in dropshipping and there's just so much that you can do with it. So what I did there was I made my first after a few days and I was really excited about it. And then I started adding more products that are similar to that. So that was my first and most basic strategy. Today, when you're starting off, and and it still works, it's still applicable to this day, which is why I mentioned it. Today, after five years of doing this, you could just take me to a supplier's website and I'll tell you, take you into a category and I'll show you what has a very high probability of selling. But it took a lot of product research and it's not something that you can even completely automate. So you can do product research manually and you can also add some automation elements to it. So the manual process on one example is like what I said, go to the best sellers, search for the product and see if it's selling on your selling platform. On Facebook Marketplace, you barely even have to do that. Just go to best sellers. If you're already a dropshipper and you're just adding Facebook Marketplace as another selling platform, as another selling channel, then just add the products that are selling, add products that are similar to those that are selling for you on other platforms because you already know what's hot. You already know what's trending. You have a pretty good idea of what's going to sell. Add it to Facebook Marketplace and there's a good chance that it will sell there too, even more because there's less competition there. So just go to best sellers and add them. That's my strategy up until this day to Facebook Marketplace, which is working fine. For eBay, you can also use paid tools like Zik analytics. If you're using AutoDS, you can use the AutoDS finder, which automatically finds bestsellers and automatically adds it to your store. So that can be a part of the automation process that helps you automate your product research. But then again, I don't recommend to anyone to completely automate their product research, especially not if you're at the start and you don't even know what's selling yet. So you have to get your hands dirty in product research. So one method that I mentioned was go to your supplier's websites, search for those products on eBay. You can also search for eBay to see what's selling there. So just drop into their categories. You do 
have to be familiar with the dropshipping categories, what categories are good for dropshippers and what categories dropshippers should stay away from, not just categories, but items. So of course, nobody wants to import trademarks, copyrighted, trademarked, patented items, anything like that. If it's a company that you've heard of before, don't add their products. But then again, there is more than enough third party sellers, manufacturers, suppliers who will be more than happy to work with dropshippers like you and I. So don't try to sell something that you know you cannot sell or that if it's a company that you've ever heard of. So you have to be familiar with the categories first. And if you don't know what categories are good for dropshipping, you can just go to just head over to AliExpress and see their categories, see the products that they have. Most of them are 100% completely dropshippable products. That should give you your first idea. Another good way for product research to do it manually and to not pay any money is to go to your AliExpress uh, profile. And on the left side, you'll see DS Center, which stands for Dropshipping Center. They actually just revamped it. It looks really good now. And there you can completely find items that are trending right now. You can see those their sales charts, their sales history. And that's a great place to just get ideas and then take those ideas and search for them on other platforms or just add them to your eBay store. Manual researching on your suppliers' websites, using paid tools like Zik and like the AutoDS Finder and using the AliExpress uh, product research tool. That will be my top four, two paid and two free. And I'm going to add one more, the AutoDS product research tool. It's already integrated into the system. On the top left, you can just switch from the platform to product research. It's relatively new. We're adding thousands of uh, trending products to that database. And all you have to do is hover over it, click import to your store, and you can import it to your store in just a click. So that's the sixth method. And I think that I will stop right here. But (laughs) product research is one of my favorite parts, guys. So please put a lot of time into this because this is what's going to give you the sales at the end of the day. Your customer service is going to help. No doubt. It's going to give you the long-term survivability for your business. The way that your store looks is going to help. Of course, the better it looks, the more you can convince the customer to buy it. But the product needs to be right from the start. And if it isn't, everything else will perish. I agree 100% with that. I've always said it's the most important thing people need to learn to be successful. But you've mentioned now a few times AutoDS. We see it there in your t-shirt. I mentioned it at the start. For the few people who don't know what it is, can you first explain what AutoDS is? So uh, AutoDS, it's an all-in-one dropshipping solution automation software platform, but let me just make it easier on you. So in order to be able to really profit from your businesses, you're going to have to learn automation. Automation is pretty much everywhere. It's all around us and it also exists in dropshipping. And there's a good reason for that. We've got uh, tens of thousands of people who are using it, but let's put the testimonials on the side. At the end of the day, you're going to be able to really scale your business and automate it in terms of being able to monitor your stock stock and prices automatically. So you know that you want to create a dropshipping store and you're going to add a lot of products to it. But what happens? when the prices from the suppliers that you're importing those products from, what happens when the prices change? What happens when they start running out of stock? You won't be able to look at the thousands or or the hundreds of products in your store and refresh them every day, refresh your suppliers' websites every day to see if there are any changes. So if any time the price changes, if any time the stock changes on your suppliers' websites, it'll also change on your store automatically. So you don't have to intervene with any of that. So you got price and stock monitoring. You can import your products really, really quickly. So you can import products in singles. You can use the one-click importer. You can use the bulk importer. So just go to your supplier's website, search for whatever you want to add, see the search results page, see 50 products on the search results page and add them all to your store in just two clicks or three. So it's just a matter of seconds to have tens, hundreds or even thousands of products at your store at once. So uh, it'll save you a whole bunch of time importing products. And those who have tried dropshipping manually, you know exactly what I'm talking about, about the time consuming process of importing those products and monitoring the prices in the stock. And you also have a lot more than that. So you have automatic orders, your orders can be processed automatically as soon as as they come in, they'll get fulfilled. Tracking information will get updated automatically, of course, on the AutoDS platform and on your website. So you can also have virtual assistants. So if you want a virtual assistant to take care of some of your uh, daily tasks,
products like product research or customer service and things like that, you can also hire them, give them a VA account on AutoDS and give them a privileges only to the specific sections that you want them to have privileges on and automated customer support, lots of templates, price automation settings. You can even tell the system, okay, I'm not sure exactly how much I want to price this product. I just wanted to sell and I want to profit. That's what's important. So what the system is going to do is it's going to, if the product isn't selling, you can tell the system to decrease the price down to a certain limit so that you'll have a stop loss. You won't lose any money. And so if the conditions meet, then every time it doesn't sell, it'll decrease the price by a bit until it sells. And then once it starts to sell, it will increase the price and it will keep increasing it until the product stops selling. And what will happen here is it'll find the sweet spot in the middle to find that price where you can still make sales, still make some good profit and the state sales will be consistent. So that's the price automation and so much more, so much more. We've got the product research feature and soon we're also going to enroll a new feature, which will be exclusive only for AutoDS members, which is private suppliers, which is something that a lot of dropshippers have been looking for. So we're going to add a lot of private suppliers inside the product research tool. The whole database will move from the products that we have now to products from private suppliers. And you will just have access, you as in the uh, AutoDS member will have access to those products and only you will have access to those products, meaning you're not going to have the whole world competing on the same product. So that's one thing to also differentiate yourself from the competition, get a contract with private suppliers, which is one thing that eBay is also really trying to reach out for. So many new beginners who have no idea how to start and didn't learn the right way and started dropshipping from uh, retailers that eBay doesn't really like. And then their accounts get even not permanently, but even temporarily suspended so that eBay can verify some information with you. Sometimes they may ask for supplier documents. So this is one way to solve that problem and work with wholesale dropshipping suppliers, which of course is what they're looking for. So we're going to solve that problem. And yeah, so much more. I think I went on and on, Paul. Sorry. That's the AutoDS platform. It's mainly here to help you automate and scale your business so that you can really reach those high numbers. Yeah, I think this is a good time to say I am an affiliate for AutoDS. So we'll have them linked up down below if you want to join. But they didn't pay me to have you on the channel. You guys have never paid me for a video. That's not the kind of relationship we have. I talk about AutoDS a lot because I use it and I love it. And so that's why I'm always telling people if they're looking for automation software, this is the one I recommend. But there are multiple ways that AutoDS kind of works in order to connect up with the different platforms like eBay. So let's kind of get into one of the more debatable questions here, API versus non-API. So I'd love to hear your take on this. And for those of you who don't know, the software AutoDS, it connects to eBay. One way it does that is through eBay's API, which is kind of like a direct connection. And the other way is a non-API, which is kind of more of a workaround. I know if that's the best explanation of it, but maybe you can kind of fill in the gaps there and kind of educate people a little better. Yeah, so that's a pretty good basic explanation, especially for people who haven't heard the term before. So one of the things that we do here at AutoDS, we also listen. We want to know what our users, our customers want, what's missing. If there's ever a feature request that's getting a lot of popularity, we actually get the developers to start working on it. That's why we also have an internal voting system where anyone can upvote anything that they would want to see, whether it's a content request, feature request, anything inside the system. And when enough people upvote it, we actually move it to the developers to start working on it. So one of those things a few years ago was to create a non-API version of AutoDS. And like you explained, API and non-API is pretty much like a direct or a non-direct way to work with eBay. So an API is when you connect a third-party software, for example, in this example with eBay. So the third party here is AutoDS connecting. You could see it as a physical connection with eBay. And this, of course, is to be able to allow all of the automation, importing the prices automatically, being able to change your prices and your stock status and being able to update tracking information. So all of this automation needs an API. 
So Autodesk is an API that connects to eBay. We've got APIs everywhere, right? YouTube, Google, Facebook, everyone's using APIs. Now, at some point when eBay started flagging and also banning some accounts and people were thinking that this is coming from the API connection. It could be this API, it could be that API, but that was one of the theories. So the community asked for a non-API version of AutoDS, meaning we still want to use AutoDS, but can we do it without an API connection so that eBay doesn't know, they won't know that we're using AutoDS? So we said, yeah, let's do it. Let's create a non-API version and let's test it. Let's see if this really can be the solution to that. We created the non-API version and it's still out there. It still works. It costs a little bit more because it requires more functions, but it's out there. It's, it's out there for anyone who wants to use it. And after more than a year of looking at the data, we didn't see any significant difference, any difference at all, actually, between how many people are being suspended to not being suspended, being banned or not. It all comes down to how you're actually taking care of your store. eBay doesn't care if you're using an API or not. And on top of that, eBay allows, they're the ones who give permissions to the APIs in the first place. So it's really important to understand this. There's also something inside APIs called calls. Calls is the amount of requests you can make to eBay to make changes between you and eBay or actions between you and eBay. Every time you ask him to do something for inside the system, it's called a call. So eBay also limits the amount of calls that you can make. So you can't create a huge API from day one and have it doing a whole bunch of things on eBay stores. So they start slowly, just like starting a new seller account, and they slowly give you more limits as you go along. And today we have pretty much an unlimited number of calls. They always upgraded our calls, meaning it's a fully supported API. So to anyone who's suspicious or wondering if they should go API or non-API, you can take my advice on it. We've got all of the data and research to prove that there really is no difference between API and non-API, except for the way that you are working. So non-API means that you will pay a few dollars more every month. But besides that, you're going to have to have a Chrome extension that's on Google Chrome. And that Chrome extension needs to be on all of the time. And this is not really comfortable for many people. Now, eBay used to have a file exchange, which they stopped working with a couple months ago. Sorry if this is getting too technical for the beginners out there, but I'm also trying to give some value, some information to people who have been here for a while. So eBay used to work with the file exchange, meaning up until a couple months ago, which means that anyone could also run the non-API version of AutoDS without having to have the Chrome extension on at all times in order to synchronize with your prices, your stocks, and your automatic orders and uh, importing products. But today they stopped with the file exchange, which means that a couple months ago, we went back to having to have the extension on at all times, which means your computer needs to be on all the time in order for the non-API version to work. Now, granted, some people still want it. Some people are still working with it, and that's fine. But if you heard this, if you're watching this, you know that there really is no difference. And you can just go with the API version, have fun scaling, do it the right way and enjoy yourselves and profits. You know, it's a big debate among dropshippers, the API versus non-API. And I've been on the other side of this predominantly. One of the people who have pushed for a non-API software, I think it was about, if I remember right, it was early 2020. If I think it was around, I think it was like 420, 2020. A lot of us saw our sales just kind of see a significant drop in sales overnight. And we call this flagging, where suddenly eBay says, hey, we know you're drop shipping. We're going to allow you to keep doing it. We're not going to kick you off of eBay for doing it, but we're going to lower you in the search results compared to other people who aren't drop shipping. Right. And by the way, I've read on a lot of on the internet and forums and a lot of people who are drop shipping and also people who are not drop people who are drop shipping and not using any tools and people who are not drop shipping selling from the regular inventory still got that eBay flagging message. I'm not saying it happens to everyone, but you know, it's 
not only people who are drop shipping from retail or wholesale or, or whatever suppliers. It's it also happens to other people, maybe accidentally, maybe not. Yeah, I just wanted to point that out too. That's actually what I was just about to say. I was gonna say, like some things that eBay does, many things, it wasn't the best executed. They just right. kind of jumped the gun a little bit. Cause what I was gonna say is that there were a lot of people who aren't drop shipping at all who it suddenly happened to, and people who were drop shipping that it never happened to. So and I think as time went on, a lot of people started reporting that it stopped happening. And some of them actually got the flag removed, they suspect. So it's just kind of this wishy-washy kind of rule that they have. I could just give one piece of advice Go for to it. people who to people who have flagged accounts. My two eBay stores at the moment, they're both completely flagged. They've been flagged since April 2020, which I believe is when it actually rolled out. And the way that I was able to put up with that to actually make myself even better and bigger was to just add more products and continue with my product research. And I upped my listings from 400 to around the 2000 mark. And that gave me a huge, huge boost in sales. And when I thought that I was profiting well with only 400 listings with a non-flagged account, it was nothing compared to having 2000 listings on a flagged account. So you guys can definitely survive the whole flagged accounts thing. And by the way, with the features that I just told you that we're going to have soon in the system, uh, you'll also learn how to create new accounts and never get flagged in the first place. But even if you did get flagged and I'm still flagged and you can still definitely work around that, you can still profit really, really well with a flagged account as long as you don't have a limit of 10 or 100 listings. Yeah. And I think my theory is that as this year has continued to go on, you know, sales online are down compared to what they've been last year and the year before, just because the pandemic creates such a huge increase in sales. And now that's kind of tapering off. I think eBay is now kind of scrambling to try to make up some of that profit. So I don't think they're penalizing people as as much as they used to for that same thing. And it is money at the end of the day. eBay cares about money, uh, just like uh, any other big business. And uh, when they see it having a huge effect, then yeah, no doubt. And like you said, regarding the COVID sales, I was completely shocked by what happened last year. And this is one of the best parts about being a e-commerce store owner, business owner, or whatever. You go through cycles. So after five years of doing this, usually the most unexpected things that will happen are the ones that are going to you know give you the big boom in sales. And the COVID, I mean, my sales were growing every year anyway, because I was getting better at product research. I was adding better products to my store. I even learned some remarketing methods where I can reach out to my customers that are bought from me or that had interest. And that also helps. But again, at the end of the day, it's product research. And I got much, much better at that year by year. And I added more listings. So, you know, it's inevitable. You're going to make more sales. You're going to make more profit. But when COVID hit, that was unexpected. And my sales and my profits grew by over 50% automatically without me having to do anything. So it was big. Like I don't really want to talk numbers uh, unless I have to, but it was big. It was like huge. And I was showing this to my wife. I was like, listen, I didn't do anything, but I think I can quit my job now <laughs> and just rely on this. This is just amazing. Like what's going on? Is this like the new world that we have to get used to now? Because I'm kind of liking this. So a lot of people were suffering during COVID. I personally wasn't. Yeah, it was just crazy. Ever since then, sales aren't, you know, still up there. You know, they, they kind of calmed down a little bit. They came back down to where they were before. But even going through a year of that was simply amazing. I actually had a lot of fun going through it. Yeah, yeah. Dropshipping is a lot of fun. And especially those that year, two years, it was just crazy. I feel like I, I worked so hard just because I saw there was such a huge opportunity. I'm like, I'm not going to waste this opportunity. It was a lot of fun. And speaking of fun, you must have some crazy stories or fun stories about some customers you've dealt with or some dropshipping stories. Do you have anything fun? 
fun or funny or some crazy story you could share with people? eBay's return policies. One of the things that you have to take care of is your policies, right? Your shipping policies, how fast you're going to ship, how fast is your handling time and your returns. One of the things that I forgot to set up back in the day was my return address. I had my return policy saying, hey, okay, you can return your products within 30 days, but I forgot to update the RMA options in the eBay site settings, which will simply allow you to upload your own shipping label if you have a return. eBay would automatically accept the buyer's return. So a buyer opens up a return. They want to return a product. eBay says, hey, no problem. You can return the product. Here's the seller's return address. And they gave them my home address. Now, I didn't know this. I mean, I just didn't pay attention. And what happened was the buyer shipped the product to my home. So one day I just, you know, oh, I have something in the mail, but I didn't order anything. So let's go pick it up. And then I go pick it up. And it's one of the items that I'm selling. And I'm like, oh my God, I shipped it to myself by accident. And then I went to AutoDS and I started looking for that order. Where is that order? Where is that order? Why did I ship it to myself? And it took me some time to realize I went through my messages and and I realized that a buyer sent me a message that they sent me the item back and they're waiting for the refund. And then I realized what happened. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to send him the refund now. I have nothing to do with this product. So I'm just going to sell it on the secondhand market. And I just sold it on the local Facebook marketplace just to, you know, make up for some of my losses there. But those are lessons that you learn along the way. And it's fine. Sometimes it'll cost you a buck or two, but it's better that way. And, you know, learn and continue moving forward from there. So yeah, that kind of made me laugh. That's kind of what popped up into my head when you asked that question. That's making me laugh because I literally had the exact same thing happen to me because I I think it was in 2018 when eBay switched to automatic returns and I had no idea. Automatic returns, right. And I got all these boxes and I was like, what the heck is going on here? (laughs) Right. And that was four years ago, about four. Yeah. So that was when I was like about one year in still at my starting point. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, you have an option right now in your eBay settings, guys, go to it right now. If you're dropshipping on eBay and you haven't heard about this, go to your site settings, return preferences and click in that RMA option just so that eBay will allow you to provide your own return label. Don't learn from our mistakes. (laughs) Yeah. Don't make the same mistakes as us. Do learn from our mistakes. Yeah. So we are kind of running out of time here. I don't want to take up too much of your time. We've been chit-chatting away, but I am curious about something you said earlier in this interview that when you started working with AutoDS, you suddenly got, I guess, kind of access to like a ton of information about sellers and different accounts. So I'm curious, I mean, we talked about the API stuff, but I'm curious what else you've learned about dropshipping. Maybe that's helped your dropshipping business ever since you kind of got access to that, like, insider information. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll even take it back another step. So I didn't start working in AutoDS and then started dropshipping. I, w- I first was a dropshipper working my nine to six. And then I started making income from dropshipping. So once I started making income, you know, I signed up with an accountant, I'm paying them, you know, of course, every month, they're doing all my finances and everything else, because now I've got two jobs, I've got my regular job. And I'm also, you know, a business owner. So it's uh, two different things. And I did that for about five years ago. I did that for about three years, three years uh, working with AutoDS or two and a half years, I was working like half a year manually. And then I signed up with AutoDS. So after about uh, almost three years of being a customer inside AutoDS, I somehow reached out to Lior Pozin. He's the founder of AutoDS, you know, since we're both, you know, in the same, we're both in Israel. So I was like, and he was kind of giving like customer service to people who were like, you know, having problems or asking questions. And he was like answering them one by one in a group. And I was like, this guy must be so busy, but also so passionate to be able to talk to people one on, you know, one on one and help them instead of having, you know, customer support to it. Then I had his phone number. So I reached out to him and I, you know, I was like, hey, listen. So we just started talking a little bit here and there. And one thing led to another. I started working at AutoDS. I just found myself working here. I went with my passion. I went with what I love. Once I started making money dropshipping, I started loving my nine to six office job as a computer salesman less and less. The more profits, the more I was succeeding with dropshipping, the less my regular job became attractive. And then I realized, okay, I want to go full on 
done with what I enjoy. And this is what I enjoy. I enjoy making the money by myself, learning to have my own workflow, my own control, my income, doing something that I actually love doing rather than what I was doing. So I started talking to him. And one thing led to another, I found myself writing articles for AutoDS, just writing dropshipping articles and just putting out all of my value, all of my experience, putting it all out in writing. And uh, after a while, you know, we saw that, okay, this is actually working, you know, pretty well. People are finding a lot of value in this. They're learning how to do it and they're succeeding with it. So let's take it up a notch. Why don't you start recording some videos and also, you know, teach visually and not just, you know, write down, you know, write articles in the blog all day. So I started off with that and it was, you know, I I won't admit it was very difficult in the beginning. I still have my challenges with it today, but, uh, you know, the more you do it, the better you get at it. And after doing, I think, hundreds of videos by now, it's very natural today. But back then it was very difficult to, to start with that. But I kept challenging myself. I kept putting myself out there just like I did with my dropshipping business. Same thing I did when I joined um, AutoDS. One thing kept leading to another. So the blog became a content department. Today, we have a content department. I'm managing everything that's pretty much going on there. So we have the content writers. We have the team leader who's taking care of them. And then we have me uh, managing the team leader and the content department. We've also got, of course, a social media. So we've got the social media manager and the employees there too. We've got the customer service department. We've got a mentorship program with Daniel, the mentor, which I will get to soon following your next question following your previous question. So we really grew in the two years that I've been here and it's simply been amazing. And like you said, a lot of insider information about what's going on. So first of all, I see how the market is just growing every year. And I also see the numbers, you know, not just, you know, by us, but by, you know, going to Grandview Research and all those places showing you, for example, like the market size in 2020 was 150 billion of the dropshipping market size. And the forecast of 2025 is 560 billion. So from 150 billion to 560 billion in five years, which is 2025 is less than three years from now. It's really, really close. There is more than enough room for everyone to join. But now to answer your question. So when I joined AutoDS, I noticed that the market, I mean, this is growing, you know, more customers are joining, more people are taking interest. We can teach them. We can provide a lot of value, which is what we're doing today. You can see it on our YouTube channel, on, on our blog page and more. But one of the things I learned, one of the many things I learned was that what you know was pretty much just dropshipping to eBay and a little bit of Shopify. There is so much more to it than what you know. There are so many more suppliers. There are so many more regions that you can drop ship to and from. And there's so many ways to play around with it. I mean, I've even seen someone doing dropshipping from eBay to Shopify to Facebook. The products he has in eBay, he syncs them to Shopify and he also syncs them to Facebook. And they're all going through price and stock monitoring through AutoDS. And, you know, they're profiting from all of it. I've also seen other people who are selling from their own inventory. So, okay, I'm selling uh, woodwork. I'm crafting, you know, wood. I'm creating all kinds of objects from wood for people who are ordering it, for example, this wooden craft store. And on the other hand, they also start drop shipping. So what they do is they have a store with half of those things being from their actual inventory and the other half being drop shippable, you know, drop shipping products from the same niche. So they're selling more wooden products. And this way, they're also testing the market to see what people like. So they use the drop shipping business model as to test and learn what other products they should create from themselves and sell from their stock. So I'm seeing a mixture of many different things, not just drop shipping from this supplier to this selling platform. And it's really, really interesting, really, really interesting. And I think this is my biggest takeaway from the things that I learned from being on the inside is that you can open your eyes much, much wider to what you know, or what you think you know, whether it's working or not, there is a whole world out there of things that you can learn and control and monetize and make income off of once you just open your eyes a little bit more and learn about them and also take action. So that's one of my biggest takeaways from there. Yeah, there is crazy, crazy potential. I mean, I've 
always like you said, drop shipping is the gateway. It's a gateway drug to this kind of broader world. I've had some students who they'll test products on eBay with drop shipping and for all their best selling products, anytime there's a sale, like we're recording this right now over Labor Day weekend, prices on websites are going to be right. down. They'll buy up a bunch of it, bring it to their house and then send it to Amazon FBA. Like they're doing online arbitrage, but they're testing oh, yeah. it with drop shipping or they're doing the same thing with private label, yep. testing it with drop shipping and then going private label and using the money they made from drop shipping to fund that. It's just incredible what people are doing with it. And so you can do many things with drop shipping. You can use it as a product research tool to help you with a bigger business model, or you can use it as a side hustle. And you can also turn it, of course, into your main hustle. Now, of course, if you want to go all in into drop shipping, I completely support you, but do not start by going all in. Of course, just start as a side hustle. Find those couple hours, find those few hours every day. If you have a job today, you're dependent on it. It's important. Keep that job. Start learning about drop shipping. Learn on the weekends. Learn on your night hours after you're done working, after your wife and kids go to sleep. You know, if you have, if you're not, then you have even more time, even better for you. And use that time to create your dropshipping business. And once it starts becoming profitable, you'll also learn how to scale it. And you will automatically know when you'll be able to leave your full-time job and do this on a full-time scale, leave it as a side hustle, or use that as product research for something even bigger. Cool. So what's next for you and AutoDS? Hopefully we still have a long way to go. I mean, we do have a long way to go and we will be, hopefully we will be able to reach the goals that we set for us. We've been doing a pretty good job at it so far. We're here to help people continue learning how to create a dropshipping business, no matter what stage you're at. If you're a beginner, if you tried before and failed, if you tried and succeeded, but you're looking for that extra, you know, that extra step to take it to the next level. So we're really providing a lot of knowledge and we're not going to stop doing that. We've also got, of course, the the tool, right? The automation tool to help you really scale your businesses. And I haven't mentioned it. You can take products from over 25 suppliers today, and we're going to continue growing that. So on the one hand, we've got retail suppliers. On the other hand, we've got wholesale suppliers, and it's different, you know, between one and the other. And soon we're also going to start rolling in, like I mentioned, the private suppliers. So you really just have access to millions and millions and millions and millions of products that you have to work hard when it comes to the product research, as I mentioned many times in this video. But it's going in a way where you're going to have, let's say in a year from now, more selling platforms. We're going to add Amazon soon. We're going to add WooCommerce. We're going to add a few more that I forgot. Suppliers. We got so much going on when it comes to suppliers. Tutorials. Wow. I don't even know where to continue and where to stop, but let's just say that it's going to continue growing. It's not going to go anywhere. And we're very excited. We're doing everything out of passion. The way that I saw the company growing in the last couple of years is simply amazing. Again, like dropshipping is not going to go anywhere. Like e-commerce is not going to go anywhere. Neither is AutoDS. We're going to still be here. We're going to continue growing. If you guys are interested, come and have a look. We'll, we'll be more than happy. So Liren, I have so many more questions for you, but I want to be respectful of your time. So I think what I'll do is if you guys watch at home, if you enjoyed this video, go below and give it a thumbs up and then leave a comment asking any question maybe I didn't get to cover in this video or a question that kind of sparked your interest as we were talking. If we get enough of those, if enough of you guys like this video, I might try to convince Liren to come back on maybe in a couple months and we can do a follow-up interview or just chat about drop shipping. But we need enough thumbs up to convince him to come back. Liren, man, thanks, thanks so much. That. Thanks for that. And 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 it's my fault, by the way. Um, I go on and on. I have to take <laughs> one question and make that the whole interview. So I'm I'm gonna I'm kind of to blame here. But yeah, if you guys are interested in more, let us know. Also ask your questions in the comments below. I'll also try to go and uh, answer them myself. Thanks a lot. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you. This was a ton of knowledge. I'm glad you went on and on because every time you did, we just got more and more gold nuggets. Really 
appreciate it, man. And also down in the description will be a link to AutoDS if you want to sign up with my affiliate link. Should I put any other links in there for people? Well, that should be good. Go ahead, use that link, guys. Get your trial. Try before you buy. Let us know how it went. Cool. All right. Thanks so much. And we'll convince you to come back. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Paul. No problem. I'll be more than happy.